Are you looking for true personal freedom? The freedom to design the life you truly desire? Then you're absolutely in the right place. True personal freedom comes from when you take 100% responsibility and control of your money and your mind. Here, you're going to learn ideas, tips, and wisdom that's gonna help you bridge the gap from where you are now to your dream life in the future. My name is Randy Wilson, and welcome to the Rich Mind Podcast. everyone. Welcome back to the Rich Mind Podcast. And today, coming back with another guest interview that I'm super excited for. This is a friend of mine that I met back in Atlanta, Georgia. Back, It's been almost a couple of years ago now, hasn't it not been? So yeah, it's going to be a lot of fun. Leanna Laura from Tacoma, Washington is with us today. She is a professional interpreter, Spanish interpreter. She has been for over uh, 20 years now, which is super cool to even think about. Her company, Interpret Connect, LLC is where she operates her business out of at this point, which is also super cool. She is just getting ready to launch and is the founder of Money Mindset Mujer. Did I say that correctly? That is correct. All right. So I'm not a very great Spanish speaker. And she was working with me on that before we hit uh, record here. So I, at least I got that out there and it sounded, I'll, I'll give you an opportunity to say it even better than I did. But first off, Leanna, I appreciate you being on the show. This is going to be a lot of fun. Thank you. I appreciate you having me here. Um, thank you so much for having me with you today. Yeah. So as I mentioned here in the, the quick little intro, we actually met down in Atlanta, Georgia, down at a conference at David Nagel's conference. That's one of our main connections that we have is our mentor. I would I would call him a mentor. I assume you would call him that as well. He's been a, a mentor of mine that has really changed that really the trajectory of my complete life. Uh, and we've just recently reconnected after that meeting down in Atlanta. And that's when I uh, sent out this interview or this request to have you come on the, the podcast. I just knew this conversation will be a lot of fun. So I'm just super glad you're here. Oh, thank you so much. I couldn't agree more. I'm very, very excited to have met you that one day. And, you know, for we connected for, for many reasons. I think we have a lot of um, same thoughts, but um, yeah, I would say he is a huge mentor also in my life and has um, changed my life in many different ways. So. Well, we'll definitely get into more of that as we get a little bit further on in the episode, because I know that's something that we could go on and on and on about for a long time <laughs> is Mr. Nagel. So anyways, start off with just give everybody a little bit of background about yourself. I mentioned that you're from Tacoma, Washington. You're a, currently a business owner and you're about ready to launch a new uh, venture, which we're super excited about. But can you take just a couple of minutes and tell everybody a little bit about yourself? So, um, so I'm a mom also. I'm a mom of three. Uh, my oldest is uh, 22 years old. I have a Another one, a son who is 17 and my youngest is 16. Um, so I'm also a mom. Um, I'm also have my partner of crime in life. Um, his name's Luis. So, which you've met as well. Mm -hmm. uh, and uh, yeah, I mean, you know, I, uh, what, what can I say? There's so much, but um, I'm one of uh, six siblings. So I come from a big family. Originally, we lived in New Mexico. So right by Texas, a lot of people don't know where that is. That's where we are originally from. I moved up here when I was about 15 years old and been here ever since and had my all my kids here in this state as, as well. But um, yeah, I mean, you tell me what you would want to know because there's so much that I can tell you. 
Well, let's jump into the three questions. That'll probably be the easiest way for us to uh, get to know you even a little bit more, a little bit better, right? Because that always helps me uh, pull out some of those nuggets of wisdom out of you from all of your your past and those kinds of things. But let's start off with the first question. And who's been the biggest influence on your life? Okay. Well, like many people have probably said, and we'll, we'll say it's a little bit more of a cliche, but I would have to say that one of the biggest influence in my life has been my partner, Luis. Um, his unwavering support, love, and encouragement has really shaped me into a better person um, and has given me the strength to pursue my dreams. Like he is one of the people that he says yes to everything, absolutely everything that I want to do. Um, as crazy as it may seem, sometimes even crazy for myself, but yet he's always there encouraging me and sticking by my side, no matter how messy it may get. And I think, I mean, he has been one of my influences because if it wasn't for him, I think half of these things I wouldn't have done. So, so we met, I met all of us, right? The three of us down in this Atlanta trip. And yeah, he was, uh, he was super cool. We didn't have much of a chance besides the kind of interactions between meetings, uh, the, uh, the time, like I said, between sessions of the, the group that we were in, but at the same time, the short interaction that we had, same thing with you. Yeah. He was a lot of fun. How long have you guys been together now? Um, we've been together for 11 years now, 11 years. Yes. That's fun. And he's very supportive of all the things that you have done or are doing, I assume for sure. Yes. Yes, he is. And like I said, he's just very, very understanding, very well rounded, you know, um, individual and more than anything, we share the same faith. Um, So I think that has helped us tremendously within our relationship with raising our children and also just, you know, um, raise and being able to develop and uh, conquer our businesses. So so I know he's a business owner as well. Is that not correct? Yes, he is. Yeah. yeah, that's cool. That's super cool. So having that that in our my relationship with my wife has been super important to have. We might be working on separate things, but at least then we can come to the table and have certain similar dialogues, right? When it comes to life, when it comes to business and that type of thing. And then that way it doesn't create that friction that I think some folks sometimes will have if one is out working on a, a venture, like the venture we mentioned for yourself, right? And if the spouse doesn't quite understand that, I would assume that dialogue is, is a lot easier to have for you guys. Oh, very much so. I mean, I think it's very important for us. Maybe we won't grow at the same speed, but if we're both on the same page that we both want to grow and that we take this, um, that is very important or equally as important to to each of us, I think that really helps our relationship um, to flourish. I mean, that's, it has, to, I think we both have to be in, the, in somewhat of the same page of wanting a better life for ourselves as well as for our partners. So. So I know, as I've mentioned already multiple times, Mr. Nagel, David Nagel is our mentor. Does he uh, fall in with that category of the personal development type things as well? Does he part of that journey with you or is he kind of on his own separate path? So he is a little bit on the journey. He One of the things that really um, have detained him a little bit is the language barrier a bit. I mean, even though he does understand the language, can speak it a bit at the range that, uh, or at the at the level that David teaches, it's a little bit too fast paced for him. But he is, you know, learning a little bit here and a little bit there. We have had gotten some of the books that David has recommended in both English and Spanish. Um, so he is going at his own pace, but he's also very intrigued and and loves learning. So. But that's where you being the interpreter, right? You're a professional interpreter. I'm sure you're able then to take a lot of the concepts and explain them in a way that 
right? So that he can make sense and then come along with you. I assume that's part of the process. Yes, that is. That is very much um, one of the things that we were actually doing at one of the conferences that we went together with David. And um, sometimes he just needs a little bit more time to process a few things where I am the opposite. I'm just like more of a go, go, go. So he's <laughs> more of a, you know what, let me have this sink in a little bit and then and then I'll move forward. But again, it can be almost like drinking from a fire hose, right? Sometimes, <laughs> especially new right. concepts. Yes, right. That's exactly it. Yeah, that's cool. But at least you're getting that support. That's awesome. And then you're giving it back to him as well. And that's super cool, which leads to the venture that you're getting ready to start, right? And we'll get into that. I don't want to get into that yet, but as far as the interpretation and all that good stuff. So we're super, I'm super excited to get into that as well. But let's move on then to the second question. So what has been the greatest challenge of your life and what have you learned from that? Oh, there has been many, many challenges, but I think one of the most challenges that, or the biggest challenge that I've had was overcoming my self-doubt and fear of failure. I think those have been one of the biggest ones. Through this experience, I learned that uh, setbacks and um, are opportunities for growth. And, you know, I've had to learn how to embrace uh, failure as a teacher that has allowed me to also become more resilient and determined. So I would say that that would be one of my biggest ones, biggest challenges. So the self-doubt is, I think we all, because I can say that I fall into that category as well. And speaking to a lot of folks, I think a lot of us fall into that as well. Have you had or done anything specifically that has helped you kind of get beyond that for yourself? For me, I think the biggest thing that I've done has been to hire um, David as my mentor. I think overall, I can go into details with a lot of teachings that he has, you know, done for us or for me, but um, there's so many that I think that has been one of the biggest, uh, biggest reasons why I've been able to really overcome that. Cause I've done many different things before meeting David and um, like many other people, sometimes we think, you know, we're broken. There's something wrong with us. We go to therapy. We go to, I mean, I've, I've gone psychotherapist. I've been, through a lot of those healing, um, you know, um, journeys with different people, different um, experts. But I must say that once I met David, that really changed my mindset. How long ago has that been for you? It's, I think now we're, I'm on my fourth year with him. Fourth year, because yes. I think it's been three, if I'm not mistaken. I can't, well, it was during COVID is when I attended, it was a virtual training I think at that, that point, right, we weren't doing live events and that type of thing. So yeah, it's been about three years ago for myself. So four years for you. So uh, as I've mentioned, it can be like drinking from a fire hose. But at the same time, once you catch what he's saying and, and interpret it in a way that you can then take action, it, it's completely, it can completely change your life. And that's, that's kind of what I'm hearing and seeing from yourself. Would you agree? I, I agree. Yes. 100%. That's cool. That's cool. So you mentioned that you've got kids and that teens-ish up to 20s, right? So that goes along with the third question I always love to ask. And this is the one that I probably, I enjoy asking the most because this is something that I try to internalize myself, uh, is that if you could go back to that 20-year-old self and share a nugget of wisdom, so just pretend like it's your kids. If you, What are the things you're sharing with them that you know now that you really wish you would have known then? Is there anything that comes to mind? Oh gosh, there's many, many, many things. But one of the things <laughs> I thought about it could be multiple. It could be multiple, right? But yeah, let's yeah, let's start with number one. So one of the ones that I really think that is very important, and I wish I knew um growing up or being you know around that age, has been one of the wisdoms that David Nagel has has said to us. 
which is the following. It's, he said once, make an impression. There are moments that mark your life. Moments when you realize nothing will be the same and time is divided into two parts, before this and after this. So I think for me that says it, sums it up really what life is really about, right? And and how to really consider and take life for what it is and not get stuck or not, how can I say? I mean, gosh, it, it just, it's a mouthful, right? Um, and a lot of people can interpret this uh, many different ways, but the way that I think of it is like, if I would have known this, in my 20s, I think I would have, you know, my growth would have been a lot faster or better. However, I just don't think that nothing, I think everything is meant to be. And I think everybody's ready when they are, right? So, but I, I, would, I would just say, let's stay with this wisdom. <laughs> That's awesome. That's awesome. So obviously we've mentioned David's name many, many, multiple times so far early on in this conversation, and he's been a huge impact. Uh, on both of us, right? So I would love to hear uh, a little bit more if, if you have it there, as far as you you said, there's many things that you wish that you would have known back even just a few years ago. Is there any other nuggets of wisdom that, that David has shared with you? Uh, even if, uh, yeah, I'd love to hear some of those things that maybe you've caught that maybe I haven't heard, right? I've listened to him several times, listened to him as much as I possibly can, but at the same time, sometimes you hear something that the other person might not, right? So just out of curiosity, what would a few of those. So some of the other things would be, I guess, the most important thing for me has also been to relearn my faith. Um, and maybe, you know, a lot of people can be spiritual. Other people can, you know, believe in the universe, God, whatever it is that they believe in. And I think that has been one of the biggest, uh, I guess, impacts in my life because I grew up Catholic, like many, you know, my same cultural, many cultural people have in the past. And I just used to think of it so different. And I think with David, um, he has changed the perspective on how to look at God for me um, and how to make of, how to go on with life without feeling that shame or guilt that sometimes we are we are um, taught because we want better, because we want more, because we want a particular lifestyle. I think that has been one of the biggest ones as well for me. So reshaping that uh, mindset around faith, around what God means to me and really just going for, for the dreams. And that there isn't any dream that is too big to go after that. It is indeed um, doable. I, as you also know that I completed one of my biggest goals with him, which was to buy, to purchase a brand new home. And I did it within a year that I was able to, that I was in his program. So it has really, really um, helped me in many different ways and has really changed my life for the better, I think so. Yeah. So that religious space was always a touchy-feely subject for myself as well, to be honest with you. And discovering David, learning how he approaches that, right? Through whether you call it God, whether you call it spirit, whether you call it energy, the you know, it, and he just kind of takes that off the table. Like it doesn't matter. And he kind of just breaks it down to a, a almost like a bare minimum of, of, action, reaction, you know what I mean? He talks about the universal laws. It really simplified that area of my life as well, which then allowed me to, did. I was able to then step into different rooms, have different conversations with the folks without feeling uncertain about who I am based on what I've been brought up and how I've you know, been led to believe as, as an adult. I assume it's similar for yourself. Is that is that kind of what I'm hearing for sure? 
That's exactly it. Um, it has, it gives you that liberty of actually just believing in whatever it is that you want to believe in and actually using that as one of the biggest powerful tools to keep going and actually changing not only your life, but being able to change and help other people, um, you know, change their lives or better their lives or give more value to them. So it has definitely changed that course of, of my, of my life. So, yes. Yeah, sure. So one of the big teachings that really impacted me, I don't think I've asked you this yet. So I'm curious on kind of what you think. This isn't going to a huge curveball or anything. So don't get too nervous about the question, but the idea, his core, one of his core teachings is talking about core wounds, right? When you discover what your core wound, either it's not worthy or not lovable, correct? That when I heard him and when he taught that literally for the first time, that completely changed my life for me to realize what my core wound was to then when I was able to realize what it was, then I was able to take different actions or different feelings or different thoughts towards that core wound. Does that resonate with you at all as far as that, that teaching, as far as the core wound teaching that he does? Yeah, definitely. I mean, I think those are the most impactful um, things, right? Um, The faith, the core wounds that all kind of connect each other within the universal laws. And then, um, yeah, of course, kind of unlearning a lot of the things that we learned as we were growing up. So those are, yes, I would say the most fundamental keys that I took away as well from his teaching. So yes, I, I couldn't agree more. Yeah. The core wound was, I talk about it a lot on this podcast or even with different social media posts or different like things like that, but that one teaching, and I heard it first, I think I heard it from a virtual uh, art of success that he did. And then I, think that when we saw it live, when we were down there with him in Atlanta, he went into a little bit more in depth. And I, I walked away with blown away, meaning I, I knew that at that moment, my life was going to be completely different than what it was before I stepped into that room or before I even heard such a thing, because I was having so many issues with the thoughts that I was having based on, as you mentioned, a past, a belief system that I had been taught growing up that was not necessarily true about myself or even about my surroundings or anything else going on in my realm of life. And it really just allowed me then to open up and then like launching this podcast and being on this call with you today. Years ago, I never even would have thought about doing something like this, let alone doing it, trying to do it as consistently as I have. Have you had any major breakthroughs from those teachings that have gotten you to do different things that you would not have done in the past? Oh yeah, definitely. I mean, just, just taking the business, my business, my interpretation business to the next level and, you know, earning well over six figures that alone was impactful. I never thought I could, I could do anything like that. Right. And more so shifting kind of my, my path by going into uh, coaching, kind of like a mentor becoming, um, I always tell him the next David and Lango, but in Spanish, if I could, because it, really impacted me so much and when I look at my surroundings I think wow if people only knew if people could only see what they don't see their lives would never be the same it, it I mean it, to to just have this idea that you can literally have what it is you desire has been one of the, I think the most impactful, impactful things for me. I I never thought that that would be possible. I really never thought that that's something that I could ever accomplish or that that could be me saying, you know, telling my story. 
but yes, that I think that for me has been like the biggest, biggest thing and biggest shift because now I'm actually creating this business as I was telling you off camera that this is a natural business that I'm starting from from the beginning out and it's just so different and so unlike anything else that I think I ever would have done if it wasn't for him. So, and yeah. so with that, the new beliefs, the new ideas, the new encouragement all of those things, I assume that that's what's propelling you to continue to step forward without even having necessarily the first steps in place, right? You don't necessarily know the outcome. You have a, the vision of what you want the outcome to be, but the steps aren't necessarily in place. And that's another piece that David teaches, meaning you need to have your destination and you need to know where you are. And then the steps, you just need to start the process, right? Begin the process and the steps will begin to reveal themselves as you continue down that path. Does that sound familiar as far as, is that part of the, is that what you understand it to be as well? That's exactly it. I mean, sometimes that's where the faith comes in, right? That's mm -hmm. the faith that we were just talking about that I think it's very important for us to have, because if you don't believe in something greater than yourself, then it's really difficult for us to move forward with the ideas or those desires that we have within. So that starts, it's a, it's a fundamental package, right. Of, of just many different things that I think is a good mixture to be able to, um, what I think succeed, um, would look like after you, you know, put things into perspective and into action, of course, um, would actually lead anybody to, to really their dream life and, you know, whatever it is that they desire. So I really truly believe that. And this is why I'm, I'm doing this. I'm trying to do the same. <laughs> Yeah. And I know you're going to do great at it as well, which I can't wait to get into a little bit more detail about that. But you said a word there that I think that if people could sit and really think with or think about for a little bit, right, that word is faith. And I believe if people could really take it out of a religious context and just really have think of it in a way of just having faith and belief in themselves, belief in processes, belief in certain mentors, belief in a positive outcome versus a negative outcome. I think that if people could really sit with that for a little while and just ponder that word for a little while versus, like I said, take it out of the religious context. And you mentioned about having, you know, a belief outside of yourself, which is absolutely fine. Right. But the idea of knowing that if I take this step, cause and effect, David talks about cause and effect a lot, right? If you take this step, this is going to be the result or what you interpret will be the result, but you have to have the faith to step into that potential result. So that way you can get a feedback, feedback from your outside reality to then determine whether or not that was a good step or a bad step, right? And then it's a continuous process then moving forward uh, to that final outcome. So I know you're in the process of trying to build out this new, really this new group, right? You said it just a little bit ago, you want to become the the Spanish speaking David <laughs> Nagel, right? Is that, is that what I heard you say as far as the, uh, you want to take the David Nagel principles to the Spanish community? Maybe yes, that's a better that, way of, of saying it. That's, that's, I mean, to anybody that would actually connect with me or think that I could, you know, I would be a good fit for, um, I'm not just, you know, breaking it down, just only Spanish speakers. Um, but that is one of my, I, I would say ideal clients because I've, I have so much in common with, with them. And, um, it's very, uh, similar for the upbringing. Uh, my upbringing has been just, you know, the same as a lot of people that speak Spanish and, we grew up with a lot of the same beliefs and a lot of the same structure. Um, and therefore I can basically see what they're dealing with a lot clearer um, because I've been there and I've done many of the things that they've done or they've tried or 
you know, I've, I've, they've been trying to get um, out of or out of their vet race and for some reason they're unable to and you know i i've done everything that i was told and in, in one point or another to do i've gone to school i have three different degrees i've worked really 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 hard i think i'm a very have really high um, work ethics and none of those have ever given me what i truly desire which you know has been living the life that i want to as as of now um yet doing things in a different way and having a different perspective of things and just the way that you show up in life in general is really the key to be able to move forward with whatever it is that you want to do and this is why i think i can help others and give them value to be able to just get them started or even if it is you know changing one thing in their mindset just having them just giving them a little push maybe that they they need to be able to um, embark the the new journey um anything that i can do i think it's going to be well worth it so it will be well worth it. And that's super cool. So I appreciate in advance, even that you're even taking on this venture because it'll be a challenge that number one, you're going to be fantastic for because you bring the passion, you bring the knowledge, you bring all the experiences, right? But then you're going to be able to keep pouring into people to allow them to grow into somebody that they don't even believe at this point that may or may not be even possible. But like you just mentioned, right? You've been there, you've done that. You've done all the things at this point up to get you to where you are now. Can you think back to when when was it that you kind of caught the bug as far as this personal development bug is kind of, you know what I mean? It almost sounds like it's negative, but I don't I don't think it is at all. But when you realized that was it when you first heard David or somebody like David that kind of got you down this questioning maybe of some of these past beliefs and the ideas that you were, were brought up with? Was there a specific time moment that happened for you? You know, and it's so funny that you say that. And I've written this to David. I don't think I've said it in a group, but I've actually had a similar experience as David did when I was younger. Um, he even talked about our that in our morning, morning call today. Um, it was sim very similar. We were in New Mexico, I remember, and we were really young. I think we were about nine, 10 years old, maybe a little older. Um, when my sister and I, we used to go to this river and that was like our way of like going out for like the lake and stuff. And we would go there as a family. A lot of people used to go this there and there was a dam very close by. So when there is a river, river and there's a dam, they have a lot of whirls and a lot of different, you know, what are they called? Um, I, I guess the world. Yeah. Like whirls like underneath, a like a whirlpool underneath yeah. the water. And I remember my sister and I actually um, were out there. We were kind of like, before we knew it, we were already like long gone and and the water kept on pulling us. I do clearly remember this guy trying to go and save us. And I, I could clearly remember him kind of going back. And they said that we had scratched him so bad because we were both like trying to hold on for dear life. And he, he left, he had to like leave us. He couldn't save us. And I remember just letting go. I literally let go and I saw that my life almost as if it was through pictures as like a roll of camera, like a camera roll. And just, I literally saw everybody I had ever encountered, even people that I would see on the streets within seconds. That's the way that I saw my life, like literally flash. Um, and I mean, before you know it, I let myself go. And then all of a sudden, I just remember probably like touching the floor. I think it, like what it did, it sucked us in and then pushed us right out. And 
we were able to take that breath and and were able to get out and never since then as well. And that was my third encounter with trying with almost drowning. Actually, I had two other ones um, very similar, but um, not in rivers and pools that I've almost drowned in. And that's when I started thinking like, you know, there is there should be there has to be more to life than this. There has to be more. It's always that you know, the taste for things, right? That um, that kind of wanting to do more, but not being able to. So it, I always had it because I've always wondered why not us, right? I, I wanted maybe that birthday party where right? we couldn't get it. We, I wanted to be able to go on um, trips like some of my friends used to, and we just couldn't. And I would think, but, you know, what is it? What What is it about us that we are not able to, you know, just to do these things like everybody else does. So it was always something inside of me searching for that more. So this is when I was telling you that I went through um, more of the healing phase with a lot of my own traumas and stuff that I had growing up. So I, I started um, actually hiring one of my um, professors from one of my colleges that I started going to. So I was, I was very intrigued with psychology. So I hired her. And back then it was a lot of money for me. It was, I think, $45 a session. And it was just so much money. And this was, I mean, many years ago, I, I would say about a good 18, 19 years ago. So I started there and I started seeing that life was not the way that I thought it was. And I started searching for more. So I started reading. I started kind of listening to a lot of people that would kind of catch my attention, um, both English and Spanish. I started listening to many psychologists, but then that grew. I grew out of that phase of healing because I still knew that there was something else. I just couldn't figure out what it was. And that's when I came across also David um, and was able to really connect like a lot of the things that he used to say really resonated with me and my my way of thinking that I couldn't really pinpoint what it was. But even then, I have to say that I came to him with the thinking that I was going to get that secret, <laughs> thinking that he was going to give me the how the one secret that I was going to be amongst just a few that we're going to know exactly what we needed to do in order to have all of our problems go away and have, you know, everything we wanted. But then when he said it, like it begins with you. Oh my goodness. That for me was like the <laughs> worst. And at the same time, like, like more of a being struck with reality and having to take responsibility and having to go through it in a different way was very difficult for me. It was very difficult because it was used to be easier, right? To blame others. It used to be easier to say, why well, can't do this because of them and her and this because of what they did. But when they it switched around, you just find it so difficult to do. But despite that, despite, you know, not having the money to be able to even buy this program, I remember it was like, it was, it was unlike anything else that I had ever, you know, invested in. So unlike, uh, I mean, I think it was same, same price as my vehicle at the time that I just got. So for me, it was like extremely, extremely out of my reach. But, you know, I decided to go for it anyways, because there was a big, big pull and a huge desire within me that I just wanted the change that I knew there was something else out there and that I really wanted it. So I stuck with it and 
up until now, I think I find most of the things that I've been desiring. So I'm going for more though, but it's been amazing, an amazing journey. Yes. And I didn't realize that about the similarity in the river story. And we won't go into that, but I will tell you that David's is very similar to what you just said, right? Being sucked through the dam, basically in the river. And he lived uh, just like you did. But from what I understand, to do that is like a one in a million chance to even survive such a an event. So yeah, it, that's pretty cool. I didn't realize you guys had that similarities. Yeah. So the thing, yeah. So the thing I'm picking up off what you were saying is you've taken control, meaning you sound like me. When I was growing up, I was always very inquisitive. Who am I? Why am I here? I don't, you know, I mean, just questioning a lot of the things that were going on, not only in my environment, but also that, you know, my thoughts, my ideas, I didn't necessarily know what to do with them, but I was always inquisitive, which it sounds like you might've been as well to the point where you're just always seeking. You're always trying to find an answer to a question, whether it's your own question or just what's going on in your environment. And then you stumbled across or you've come across David, which I did as well. And then like you just said, he, he points it right back at you and he says, you're, it's you, you, we need to work on you. And that, like you said, is one of the hardest things, the hardest and the best all at the same time. When you just, you just let go and realize that that is the truth. One thing I say a lot to my kids and the folks I come around with is everybody has an issue or they think the problem is out here. And, And if you're not watching, if you're listening to this, I'm pointing to your environment, just picture everybody thinks it's out there when in fact, it's not, it's all within your head your ideas and your thoughts and your beliefs, all these things that we've been talking up to this point. If you start there, it's the hardest work I've ever done in my entire life. I don't know if you would agree with that or not. It literally, it's exhausting, but it's mentally exhausting, meaning it's it's just challenging those ideas. But I will tell you that coming through the other side, it's been the biggest reward. Like you said, you've been able to accomplish so much more in a relatively short period of time with these different ideas and different thoughts that if people can just kind of get those grasps, that's where your story and my story, it resonates because it's exactly you're seeking and you found it might've been that the answer you were looking for, but at the same time, it's propelled you to a, a new path that you never would have gotten on had you stayed in the direction you were going. Is that in it? I know it was probably a little bit of a long explanation, but is am I hearing basically that? Exactly it. Yes, that's exactly it. I mean, and that's just one of the many, many reasons why I searched for this, um, I guess, this way out. Um, if I may, I, I would also have to say, I mean, a lot of people that know me here from Tacoma, they've also known um, all the car accidents I experienced. I There was a time where within two years, I think I was in six car different car accidents. Yeah. I developed fibromyalgia, which uh, made me shift my career because I was going for dental hygiene school and then after I got that it was so painful it was excruciating pain all the time I would be in bed most of the time if I would go um work because at that time I was also working retail I couldn't come in I I couldn't wake up I couldn't literally get off out of bed um for the next two days so I couldn't figure out what was going on until I was diagnosed with that And that was one of the biggest reasons why I also have to go into interpretation more as a business. And even though I've done it for so long, I really started doing it officially, like maybe about 10, 11 years ago. And that was one of the reasons why, because I just couldn't physically do anything else. I used to also have a cleaning business. uh, So I had to let that go because I couldn't literally do it. 
Um, so that alone has had been one of the biggest reasons why I was like, you know, this is not a way of life. I mean, being in pain, not really being present with my kids, having others take care of me because I couldn't do the basic stuff. Right. And um, I have to say that once I also started working on myself and doing all these things with David, the pain has gone away. I have not taken any medication for it. I never have. And I think it truly comes from our mindset. Um, all of that has completely almost vanished. I also pay attention to my body now, right? I don't overdo it, you know, like and like everybody else. But that was another huge thing for me too. Um, the biggest, you know, changes I've seen through my work has been physical, has been mentally, you know, um, kind of like overcoming those mental. Uh, voices and you know all the mental mindset and stuff like that as well as being able to see the things not only um, things that you can buy right but I mean relationships have gotten better it's just so many different things that I think this is one of the biggest reasons why I said you know what this is this works and more people need to hear about this more people I wish people everybody knew <laughs> what this was <lesson laughs> take that change and, and and go for it. But I mean, there's many things I've gone through in my life. So a lot of really people, a lot of people that are close to me have seen me struggle through, through in and out of, of those things. So it's not that it's this magic, right? But if you put in the work, it really, really does, does work and, and make, um, makes a huge difference in your life. Huge difference. Like you mm -hmm. said, relationships, your own personal well-being, everything that comes into your existence, even this conversation. As I mentioned, we wouldn't be having this conversation a few years ago for myself because number one, I wouldn't be doing it. Number two, I wouldn't have reached out to you to have it. You, you see what I'm saying? That's it's an amazing thing. I know this almost sounds like a, a huge commercial for David Nagel. And David, if you're listening, <laughs> it's you know, we you know, we're not expecting anything in return. We just appreciate everything you've done for us oh. and our families, right? It's not even it's it's everybody in our immediate circles because it it ripples out, right? It's not just us, it's it ripples out. And with, and with that said, I'm just going to say one last third thing that was the most impactful um, thing that has happened within our lives, just in general. And then you could, I guess, measure it in different ways. You know, my almost near death experiences, my accidents, my physical um, challenges. And then my, the third biggest ones have, has been with one of my children. Um, he has autism. So we, we went through, I went through the biggest I would say struggles when he was in school, since he was about four years old, um, trying to figure out what it was that he he had and what, what he needed. And we went through so many years of IEPs, doctor's appointments, so many things that because I actually had bought into the idea that there was something wrong with him. So there were so many things that would, you know, happen to be able to kind of tell me that my belief was in the right, right? That I was actually seeing, I was actually living through that. And it wasn't until I switched also my mentality and I kind of helped him switch his, where I, one day I was like, you know what? You have autism. Autism is just a diagnosis, but everybody has weaknesses and, and strengths. You have to just decide what it is that you want to do. It might take you a little longer. It might take you a little bit more support, but you're able to do it. And we went from struggling through IEPs and going to court and doing all these things while I was in school, while working, um, while trying to also have the, you know, family that we have now 
And it was just one of the most stressful things that I think I've ever been uh, a part of. And we shifted that. And he, you know, he was able to live his life as normal as anybody else has. Um, he got into a private school. He got accepted into a private school. He did a lot of work by doing mentors. You know, um, he got him a tutor. He would stay after school in his um, class for tutoring. He would go into um, tutoring for doing recess. And I mean, this was in when he was about eight, in eighth, seventh grade. So he put in the work and he saw that his work paid off. And he's been doing the same ever since, uh, you know, and we we just tell them like, this is nothing but an excuse sometimes that we put in, you know, to ourselves. If we have this or if I'm not feeling well, or, if, you know, I was told that this is what I have. So therefore my future, this is the only way it's going to be able to, you know, this is the outcome of it because of this. So we, we have helped them kind of shift their mindset a little bit about how they see themselves and their, their ability is, you know, whatever it is that they have different abilities. That's the way that I, I, I tell them. That's different abilities and you just choose because one of them has autism, the other one has ADHD. So the same thing has been the same process we've done for both. And they each have been able to get to where they want to be and playing sports. Um, he, he, my son, Orlando, he's going to be graduating this year. He's already looking into a university college that he wants to go to. So, I mean, you know, just a perfect uh, 17 year old boy with 17 year old problems um, nothing more, nothing less. But I think, you know, that has been another big shift that all of these teachings and a lot of this growth has helped us within our family. So it's that ripple effect. I tell yes. my kids all the time, knowing these things at their age, they can then take them. Who knows? Generations to come will be impacted from what we're learning today. And that's when I think about that, I just get super excited. So congratulations to be able to take it, internalize it, but then apply it within a real world example with your children. I try to do the same, same things with mine, different issues, different challenges, right? We all have them. And one thing he, he always teaches, right, is, is the word responsibility and that it's our ability to respond is what, and, and be thinking about it in those terms, I think is, once again, he takes things and he spins them in a way that it's like, <laughs> wow, okay, it's just different. It's different than what we've ever been taught up to this point. And so you took those and you had your ability to respond differently to those challenges, let's call them maybe for your, your children for a different outcome. So congratulations on that. And congratulations to them. They're in such a, a different place because of that. And that's super cool. Oh, yes. Thank you. And I mean, again, it's like by no, by no means they're perfect. You know, everybody makes mistakes. There's a lot of growth that I still have to do. And, you know, every day I look forward to become better and be a better parent, be a better uh, partner, you know, but I think it, it's it's like uh, David has always said, it's it's not what you tell them. It's not how you tell them. It's they learn from seeing you. They learn from actually seeing the results, from seeing us in our daily lives. So that is the the biggest teaching, I think, um, that we can give our, our children. But again, uh, they are their own person. You know, who knows what's going to happen from here and out? Who knows? the decisions that they will once make. But again, um, I just, we just hope and everything, um, nothing but the best for, for all of them. Yeah. Just teach them. And then you hope they can take that information and, and apply it into their life for whatever it means to them. So that's, that's super cool. So I'm seeing a super powerful, super awesome 
lady here that is getting ready to join into or start to become this new venture that you're talking about. I'd love to pivot into that if you don't mind. Uh, we've gone a lot into the mindset, some of the different challenges you've had as far as with your family and then even with your own personal life. But you're wanting to take a lot of that information now that you've learned and you're looking to give back. I'm not even going to try to pronounce it again. I'm going to let you do it because I know you're going to do it that much better as far as this new venture that you're getting ready to launch. And I would love to go have you just go into some detail about what that is, what that means, uh, who it's for, just anything you'd like to share about that topic. Perfect. Yes. So I'm going to be launching um, a coaching mentorship program um, and it's called Money Mindset Mujer. And I will be launching the private group this weekend. Um, and that's going to be for all those people that would want to change their mindset, especially around money. I've decided to go with money because I think that is one of the biggest tools and the most important tool that we need in order to have, be, do, or have anything we want in our lives. Um, so I think once we start understanding and seeing that tool for what it is, our lives start changing. Um, so this is why I decided I was going to really focus on the money, but in reality, it's, it's really, it goes beyond that. Um, because once you start changing a little bit of your mindset and that only helps you in that one area and money, but it helps you in all areas, because like David has says, where you do one thing, you do it everywhere else. And, um, just being that one person to guide those people in, and, and, you know, help them become accountable right and and have and be able to create whatever steps are needed in order for them to meet their goals is is I think one of my biggest reasons why I went ahead and did this so it is for everybody that wants to change their mindset around money and that would really want to leave or eventually leave their nine to five in a sense and create and start creating their life start creating their business or whatever ventures they want to get into, but seeing that it is possible. So um, within that group, I will be offering a couple of programs um, and they are one-on-one -on -one individualized by that. Each of those, you know, people that would want to participate or be part of the, the program. I think it's fundamental. I do want to eventually want to create other um, things like group programs or of, of such, my partner and I once spoke about having kind of retreats for, for couples um, as well. That's something that just came up that we were talking about how cool it would be. We haven't, we haven't really sat down to look at all the details, but I think that would be very, very awesome to do because sometimes that's what happens is that I may have one partner or one, a wife or a spouse wanting to get be all in and the other isn't quite all in and sometimes that's what's difficult for many of them to take that that choice or make that decision and and to go for it so maybe having something together so people can really understand on how they can actually break free from all that um that mindset that we grew up with right and uh relearn and and really design their life the way that they want to couple things once again the david nagel commercial that we're promoting here on the on the show today a couple things he always that he taught me and that i've learned that i try to share as well though about money being a tool and i think you said that right money is a tool it's nothing more than a tool it's just a medium of exchange of energy back and forth for something that uh, of a service or a product of that somebody else desires and that money doesn't transfer until 
a sale is made mm-hmm. and nothing else generates money or income. And once again, you're so you're going into mindset. Those are the things that you're going to be working with and teaching within this group. Uh, have you had any other experiences like that from your own personal mindset to get from the negative thoughts of what money is or what money should be to where you have the ability now to look at it completely different based on what you've learned? Oh, yes. I mean, I don't think so. How can I put this into a better perspective? Or it's very difficult to be able to be, do, or have something that you want when you think that money is evil or when you think that money is bad or when you think that wanting that one thing or better thing is just, you know, you feel guilty about that or shameful because of that. So it's really difficult to get or to be successful if you think of successful people being just greedy people. Um, so it's, it's, it's about changing that mindset and that correlation with money first in order for you to be able to um, walk into the person that you want to become. Because if you don't change that, you're always going to have this um, conflicting beliefs that will not help you or will not allow you to step into your um, better version of yourself. So I think that's very key and fundamental to be able to do. Um, and this is why I start with with that. Um, I wouldn't have been able to have the house that I am in now. I wouldn't be able to have, you know, more than what I need um, if I didn't see or view money as what it is, right, as this tool. Um, so it really is a perspective. It changes the perspective of people on, around money. And I think that's fundamental. So this is why I'm like focusing on the money. But yes, it's but it relates to all the different aspects of life as well. So it's money is, it can be counted. So it's kind of an easy thing to, to discuss because we all uh, interact with it. But at the same time, it's, it relates to all different parts of your life, your emotions, your family, your everything that comes about it. So, yeah, I, I totally get that. So folks, if, if any of this resonates with you and I, and I'm sure that it does, because that's why when we first met, couple, two, three years ago down in Atlanta, and then having this conversation again today, we, we reconnected here recently. I just knew that this was going to be such a fun conversation that I, that's why I wanted her to come onto the show, to share her perspective, share her wisdom. Uh, and just, I know that it was going to be a positive uh, impact for you and your life. So if any of this has been resonating with you in any way, I highly recommend that you reach out to Leanna on the socials and we'll get into where you can do that. I know she said she's getting ready to launch this new program and I encourage you to get involved with her as in close proximity as you possibly can, because you're going to pick up nuggets of wisdom that you might not even realize that you even need until you have them. Like if you're seeking a different way of life, this could be exactly what you've been looking for. So can you take a minute and where are the best places for people to reach out to you and find a little bit more about these programs that you have to offer? So um, one of them would be on my, um, Facebook, which is going to be the Money Mindset Mujer um, Facebook private group. That's going to be one. I also have an Instagram that is Lara Liana, and I also have it as Money Mindset Mujer. I've been posting a couple of things. I haven't posted for a little bit because I wanted to really have everything um, very clear and concise with my um, 
with my offering, with my teachings. And now that I'm getting all of that situated and developed, I'll be putting that on those two platforms. My next one would be LinkedIn. I already have one for Interpret Connect LLC, um, but I will be doing one for Money Mindset Mujer. Um, and that's just, that's just Mujer is just, um, signifies women, which what I am, right? It doesn't necessarily mean that I'm only, you know, wanting to help women, but anybody that, like I said, anybody, whatever it is that they are, um, women, men, whoever, um, if they, if this is something that they think that could help, they can reach me with um, it through Instagram or Facebook. That's right fantastic. Now. And we'll make sure that we have all those links in the show notes and you can easily get connected with Lana and just get involved, take control, take responsibility for your current life, your current surroundings. We've mentioned David Nagel in this conversation many, many times. He's had such a huge influence on both of us. I would encourage you to go look David up as well. He has a podcast. He has different programs. I know you're involved still. I went through his 90-day program, which was every day for 90 days. We got on a Zoom call with him every morning. And I think you're still in that program. Am, am I not mistaken there? It's a 10 plus now. Yes. So it's a program that goes 90 days and then we go yearly. And I mean, I've been with him for, for a while and I guess I've actually done uh, many of his other programs within the program. Um, so it's just, it's just amazing. I just can't get enough of his teachings. And I think I, I tell him, I'm like, I don't know what I'm going to do, but I think it's a place where I'm always going to be part of one way or another um, because it's just that it, it's so valuable. So of course, if they're, if people don't resonate so much with me, I encourage them to go in and find somebody like, like D David, you know, um, find a mentor, find that one person that is going to really help you get to where you want to be and where you want to get, because we can't do it alone. That's one of the biggest lies that I think we've also been told is that, you know, you got this, you can do this it's not true. We always need help. We're always going to need each other. And um, it really depends. I think it's very important for us to decide who those people will, will be, because if you don't um, choose correctly that, you know, you can either make it or not make it. And, and half of the time it's because of the people that we surround ourselves with. So making sure they surround like-minded people and people that can actually help them through whatever it is that they're going through, I think that is the best thing to, to do. So we're going to leave it right there. That was a perfect ending. I appreciate you coming on. This has been so much fun. As I mentioned, I knew this was going to be such a great conversation. I, I just appreciate you spending your time with us here this afternoon. Thank you. Thank you. So folks go out there, have a fantastic day. If you enjoyed this conversation, please share it with this, your family and friends. Uh, we would love to try to help you reach a better life, meaning whatever you determine what better, the word better even means. It's it's trying to have you reach the goals, reach the dreams, and understanding that there is more out there than maybe your current surroundings. And with this conversation and connecting with Lana in the future may exactly be and help you get to where you want to be in that better, brighter future. So go out there, have a fantastic day. Thanks for being with us here today. And I look forward to bringing you to the next episode very soon. Until then, bye now. Thank you for joining me on the Rich Mind Podcast. I hope you found a ton of value in this episode. If so, I'd really appreciate a five-star review. And you can also share it with your family and friends. And as my mentor Jim Roden shared with me, in order to have more, you must first become more. And in order to become more, you must work harder on yourself 
than you do on your job. So go out there today and work harder on yourself to become more and build the life of your dreams. Until next time, my friends. Thank you.